Loading. Artist. Audio. Insight. Otcast. Verb. Interview with artists working today. Otcast. Noun. Insights into the work and process. Hello, and welcome to Otcast. I'm your host, Philip J. Mellon. Loading. Artist. Audio. Insight. I just, like, if I make it, I just let it live. Right, yeah, that's a good attitude. <laughs> it, it, it has its own, I mean, it's got to make its own way in the world, you know? And right. if it's a flop, it'll end up in a fireplace somewhere. And if it's, you know, <laughs> if, if it's good, maybe somebody will like it. Put it on their wall or something, you know? And I was doing these huge paintings, like uh, 10 by 20 feet. I was That's what I did wow. in graduate school. I was making these giant uh, canvases that I was then assembling into, you know, shapes. <laughs> right. Go figure. Here. What am I doing now, you know? That surprises yeah. me. <laughs> yeah, probably fell right off your chair. But I had this big room to do that in, and it was really great, you know? I've got two. Well, the way I've been working lately is um, I make – here's how I do these. I make the uh, the um, acrylic part first, and that's the, the uh, geometric, you know, collage part. Yeah. So I make those first, and then when I get that in the configuration I want, I cut it out into a a square or rectangle or whatever it's going to be, and then I have this uh, canvas. It's like really thin, primed canvas. It comes in a pad, you know? Oh, okay. They come in pads. And so yeah. I take a piece of that canvas, and I flop the, the, uh, the geometric, abstract panel onto it and trace the shape of the um, of the abstraction onto the canvas. So I trace that shape onto there. So it's a square, rectangle, the exact same size. Right. And yeah. then I paint that um, with oil paint. And so what happens is, you know, one side is ready and then the other side has to dry yeah. before I can cut it out because then I, I cut those out so that they're exactly the same size and then I take those and I glue them down onto a uh, like a Bristol board. So I'm today I'm going to I'm going to I think I have two paintings that are dry enough to cut out and glue down. <laughs> oh cool. <laughs> So, That's like the worst part, waiting for things to dry. Well, yeah, but I mean, it also it, when I was when I was first starting, I would literally I would go out on my on my patio and I would build like eight shapes to paint on, and I'd go in every day and I'd paint a whole painting until it was done. Yeah. And then I ran out of shapes, and then the next weekend I'd have to build like eight more, you know. Right. <clears throat> and just you know, and then I'd paint them all that week, and so. Gradually, over time, I learned that if I took more time on them, did them a little better, <laughs> that I could actually make ones that I liked more. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I was very, very impatient at the beginning, you know, and now I've learned. That's one of the things that I've learned over time is that, you know, and I still, like, I'll still want to cut something when it's wet, you know, 
Yeah. Like, yeah, it's almost dry. It's dry enough. I can cut it, you know. It's like, I still have to fight that urge. But yeah. I, I'm seeing the payoff of of me being more patient with my work and just letting it come out at the at the rate that it's going to come out. Let me just welcome you, Paul, to Oddcast. Okay. Thanks. No problem. It's nice to nice to talk to you. Yeah, same here. Thanks. All right. Now, my first question is: When creating a work, do you use any sketches or preliminary work in the process? Well, um, I can say that uh, I do basically everything. <laughs> I sometimes I'll sketch. I had a whole body of work, uh, basically from the late '80s to the mid. 2000s where I did drawings of them first and then you know sometimes I do uh, I'll do little doodle sketches like uh, on graph paper you know if I'm if I'm looking for some kind of geometric design or whatever Um, but a lot of times and then I'll do the uh, I'll do the other thing where I'll just uh, compose on the fly and won't really bother you know, doing a sketch or preliminary work, I'll just go for it. You know. Yeah. So yeah. I, you know, I I've done both. It just I think it just depends on the kind of work that I'm doing at the time, and and the work sort of tells me whether it needs a sketch or not. You know. I don't know if right, I'm yeah. explaining that well enough. <laughs> oh no, that's fine. No, I think it varies for some. You know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and... there's times when yeah, I want to plan something out particularly if i'm going to be doing any uh you know construction you know i want to know what size everything's going to be in the proportions and all that so you want to work that out ahead of time but you know if i'm doing like a collage and i'm working on an abstract panel of a collage I'm, i may want to just go for it and just see how things fit together you know on some of the uh, collage work i imagine you you're even still doing that now with some of the, the diptychs, but di- like with some of the shaped collage pieces. Now, would you would you paint on the triangles themselves, or would you have like a square and then cut the triangle out of it, like that you painted? Or does that make sense? Yeah, the way I would do it, or the way I normally do it, is I'll make uh, I'll make a bunch of papers that I can use in collage, and then I cut them up and combine them. So I may end up making three or four, you know. Uh, combines before I get to the final thing. So I may end up putting some papers together and then cutting those out and then maybe cutting those into triangles, you know, and then put yeah. those together. Or I've been, you know, using rectangles, uh, circles, whatever. But uh, it could be two or three or four different combines before I get to the one that I want to use, you know. In other words, uh, just keep adding. You know, I keep making the paper, then cutting it up into another shape and combining it with something else. Right, yeah. Until I finally get to the one that it seems like it's the right one. It's almost like um, they're almost woven in some way. Yeah, they are in, in a lot of ways. Some of, them are, uh, some of them are fairly dense, and some of them are, you know, surprisingly uh, quick and... Uh, really not thought out, you know, not kind of, I, I try to keep a, you know, I've been trying to keep a, some kind of freshness in it, you know, without having it seem too planned or too, um, 
I don't know, uh, heavy-handed, I guess. Right, yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. I mean, it's like whether it's it, – could it be contrived or – Yeah, I mean, that's what I'm trying to avoid in some right. of the cases. You know, I mean, some cases I'm trying to contrive something because I keep piling things on top of other things, you know. Um, like just adding, you know, layers of cut-out paint. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But in other cases, I just want to – I just want something to come together real quick and fresh, you know. That makes sense. Yeah. Oh, well, let me ask you another question. Okay. Do you use any technology in your work, like photos of the computer? Um, yeah, I do. I uh, I'll use photos. I'll use uh, the computer. I've used that to make uh, uh, titles, like in Illustrator. Um, print those out and uh, tape them off and cut them out with X-Acto knife and then paint them in, you know, making masks that way. So I've uh, I've done that as well as uh, use photos. I mean, I'm not against using anything that will uh, further my uh, my my picture in my head, you know. <laughs> yeah, right. Anything I've, to get. I've uh, I've also had, you know, I've had uh, like steel letters cut out. You know that we that we my wife helped me make an illustrator, and we've taken them out and had them laser cut. You know, and I've done that in a couple of pieces. That's cool. Yeah. So I mean, anything that anything that works is it's it's fair game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How do you get yourself out of creative block? Well, I've got three kind of three kind of crutches <laughs> that help me. Uh, you know, clean, doodle, and experiment are basically. Uh, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll either I'll either go in and I'll start cleaning, and then the process of cleaning is really kind of a process of of review, kind of in a way. You know, like if you go in and start cleaning up your studio, maybe put away some old work. Maybe in the process of putting away some more old work, I'll I'll inadvertently see some other older work that might trigger something or, you know, uh, it just, it seems like it sometimes clearing out the clutter helps, you know, it helps. Yeah. Yeah. And then, uh, doodling, I'll, you know, if I'm stuck on something or if I'm bored with what I'm doing, occasionally I'll get to a point in something where it's like, I'm making them, but I'm still, I'm looking for the next breakthrough, you know, it's like, I'm still going through a, a group of work. But I'm I'm kind of actively looking for that next breakthrough thing, you know, some some little glimpse of something that's gonna take me to the next new thing. And so if I'm looking for that, I may just do a bunch of doodles, just sit down and just draw, or or uh, you know, a lot of times I'll collage like just on the table without gluing anything together or. Uh, you know, having it be permanent, I'll just kind of doodle, you know. Right. And then the other thing that I do is I'll experiment. I'll get out something that I just don't work with at all <laughs> <laughs> and start with that, you know, maybe like found object stuff or some kind of, but it's always based on combining, you know. So uh, I'll get things out and start messing around with them and just see what kind of ideas it leads to. One usually one of the three will work. You know, I, I generally yeah. I don't have t 
too many uh, blocks. A lot of times I just kind of work through something until I hit the next thing, and then I just go right into that. Right, yeah, so it's a little more fluid sometimes. It seems like it, it, seems like it has been, and it's been pretty steady. I mean, uh, I got out of school, uh, art school, in like 85, and I've been it's been like, for me, in my head, it's the same body of work that I started in 85. I'm still working on it, you know? Oh, wow. Yeah, I mean, it, it's it's all just a continuation of the next one after the previous one. Right. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Oh, and the common thread. Yep. So, well, in my head, I don't know if there, <laughs> I don't know if anybody <laughs> would see it but me. <laughs> Oh, that's good, because I, I know with me, I feel like I've been, you know, I don't know if there's a common thread between what I do, like, just in my my perception, but I have a good friend of mine who talk with a lot about art, and he, he sees it, so that's well, see, I'm glad someone... Yeah, it's good. It's good if people pick up on it, but even if they don't, you know, you if you if you feel that it's there, I mean, I know some people work in a way to where they are trying really hard to not have it be that way, you know? Like, yeah. you know, I know I have a friend that makes uh, different kinds of paintings a lot, you know, different all the time, you know, he's working on different kinds of things just to not have everything fall into a big line, you know, he doesn't want it yeah. to be linear. And, you know, that's cool. That's a good, you know, that that's working, you know. There's nothing wrong with that. But mine just, I mean, just the way it's gone for me is it, it seems like, in my head, it's gone into some kind of a line starting at the beginning and just going until now. They all kind of make sense to me, even though I don't know if anyone else would know. <laughs> <laughs> when did you fall in love with art? I feel like you became an artist. Well, there's a couple of there's a couple of things about this. I mean, the the first real real like thing was around seventh grade we had uh art teachers that came in like every two weeks or something you know they come in and then every other week there'd be like a music teacher or something and oh, okay. so we would have this art teacher and i remember one time i don't remember any of the rest of the whole thing about any of it except one time she showed the slides of van gogh and, yeah. you know, I probably woke the other kids up by the sound of my jaw hitting the desk, you know. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it was just, uh, and it, and it's, Van Gogh still hits me that way today, you know. Yeah, I, yeah. I'm still just, uh, I can't believe that a person can paint like that, you know. But right. it really, like at seventh, you know, I was in uh, maybe seventh grade, so I was probably 12 or something or 13, whatever that age was. <laughs> and I mean it just knocked me down and I was just like it just blew my mind you know and so that really got me going um, after that like I was into I would just draw like copy things like uh, you know cartoon strips mad magazine and yeah, I, you yeah. know I, I know you hear this a lot but I you know in high school I just drew in my notebooks instead of taking notes like, I, yeah, I just yeah. drew the whole time, so I got really bad grades, you know, in <laughs> high school, because my notebooks would be, the pages would all be filled with drawings, and then in the in the borders, there'd be little notes that I just couldn't make any sense of when I went to study. You yeah. Know, so, but I was able to get to it, like, with C's, so I figured, <laughs> well, you know, and I got a lot of drawing in, 
But uh, the other main, the other main time that really, like, I knew was uh, I got to junior college and I took a painting class and it was uh, painting 101 at Orange Coast College in Costa Mesa, California. And I just took a painting class. I had taken a drawing class and I liked that. I took this painting class and I knew that was it. I was a lifetime, lifelong painter. Oh, okay. And I knew right yeah. then and there. And that was, I think I was like 18 when I did that. So oh, that's cool. it, it was, uh, it was about, you know, I just knew I, it was all over for me at that point. <laughs> <laughs> you figured it out. <laughs> well, yeah, or something. <laughs> I got hooked. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How do you feel the computer or the internet helps or hurts an artist? Uh, well, I mean, I think I don't see the internet hurting anybody. I can't imagine that. Although I'm sure there's a scenario where people are getting their images stolen, I'd be thrilled if somebody stole one of mine. I think. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I think the internet helps, and the computer helps, and you know. Uh, Facebook, um, that's, I think, my biggest one. I have, an, uh, I have a website, too. And so, you know, I probably can get my art to a lot more people than, you know, right when I got out of college. Really, the only way you could do it was you had to take a, take a set of slides around, you know? Yeah, yeah. And uh, you're lucky if anybody looked at them and... I mean, it, I, I'm sure it's still that way with the internet, but at least you have a chance now. You know, they people can see your work. Yeah, so. it's easily accessible. So yeah, I think uh, I think it definitely helps, and I think it's uh, it's good to uh, for other artists to be able to see other artists and to be able to show your work to other artists and get their feedback. I think it's I think it's great for that. I think it's like yeah, you know, I, I think it's. Like, it, it couldn't really have a better function. Yeah, I like using Facebook as uh, to take it over with the art. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not crazy it's, about it's all great, the cat right? pictures, but, you know, you got to wait for the cat yeah. pictures and, and uh, you, you end up with, uh, I end up seeing so much good art just from all over the world that I never would have seen um, ever without the computer or the Internet. So I'm a big fan. I'm a huge fan. Plus, uh, I was very, very sick. I mean, I was very sick. Uh, and I was in the, I was hospitalized for, uh, several, several months, like seven yeah. months. And, uh, I was able to look at Facebook and feel like I was connected during that time. And it really, really helped me out, you know? Yeah. I mean, it was, uh, I don't know how I would have got through it, really. It was that big of a help. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, yeah, it's a window to the world while yeah. things weren't looking so good. <laughs> yeah, exactly. What would you say feeds your work more, your other artwork, looking at other art, life, or something other than those things? Um, yeah, I would say looking at art, uh, nature, and then uh, I like I like both of those. I mean, if I spend time looking at art it's it's really uh um i don't know it's like uh it's like eating sugar or something you know it's really <laughs> it's really uh i don't know if it's really that nutritious but it really stimulates you you know yeah and then, yeah. uh nature is is another big uh 
something that feeds my work. I really, it's like I need to have some kind of, like, I have to take a road trip or something and go out and, yeah. you know, just get out of town because uh, where I live is, is pretty much in the city and uh, you have to drive to get out of town a little bit. Like, there's a hike up uh, a couple miles up, you know, up the road from my house that I can go to pretty easily, but... Uh, to really get out, you got to drive a couple, three hours, and, you know, it's good to oh, go wow. out and clear your head, you know, so. Yeah, yeah. That's important, I would imagine, for your subject matter. <laughs> yeah, but I, I think the most uh, the most thing that feeds my work, more, you know, more more than probably the other two are uh, just previous work. Like, each one becomes a springboard for the next one, you know. Yeah. So they, they really do feed off of each other, and they... They lead to, they're leading me along the path. I don't know. I'm sure I'm not in charge. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure of that. (laughs) I don't know. This stuff just seems to uh, have a life of its own, and it's got to get out. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Don't get in the way. (laughs) Well, that's it. You know, I think I am in the way, and I think I'm holding it back in a lot of ways, you know, but... yeah. I can't really make all the things that my brain can dream up. I just I can't do it. There's not enough time, hours, materials, or space. You know. Yeah. I mean, I my I think my brain can just keep. I could fill them up. You know, like uh, I was looking at somebody's uh, studio on Facebook, and uh, I was I made a comment that they need to. Uh, go to the next room and fill it up like Picasso did when he lived in the castle in France, you know. <laughs> like, that would be awesome. Can you imagine that, you know? Just uh, when you're done with one room when it's full, you just go into the next room and fill yeah. it up. <laughs> that would be great. I would love that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How important is formal art training to an artist? Well, uh, for me, personally... I think uh, I got a lot out of it. I really, uh, I really liked being in college. I liked all the people I met there. Um, I got good grades. By the time I got to college, I learned how to, you know, study, and I had my work habits fixed up from high school. And uh, I think uh, having the the time to focus on your work and the mentors of the teachers that they have at the at the art schools is a, is a real valuable experience, uh, as well as the um, you know professional or not professional but uh, uh, formal presentation of artwork to a group of peers. You know, yeah. I think that's real important. But having said that, I know plenty of artists, and I know lots of them that have had no training they just train themselves and they're just doing great and they're doing great work that is really meaningful to them and they also have you know you basically if you're interested in something you're going to learn it you know whether you go to school or not and so i know quite a few people that have done that and they just they are interested and they learn and so um but i think the the art school helps. I think there's a, a level that even the guys that that didn't go, I think, would have benefited from it, having gone. You know. Right. Yeah. So I would say I think it's important. I think it's a, I think it's a worthwhile endeavor, even though uh, for me it hasn't really paid off 
<laughs> it's uh it's one of those things though. I mean it, it paid off in, in other ways besides uh you know, cash or a career or whatever, you know. Yeah, yeah. It's paid well, it's off just an experience in, in much, much more personally satisfying ways, you know. Do you have any artist quotes you'd like to share? Yeah, I've got a couple that I like. Um Here's one from uh, John Muir, and uh, this one goes, the uh, the clearest way into the universe is through a forest wilderness. So I, th- I thought oh, that was cool. pretty good. You have another? Yeah, uh, I've got one more. This is from uh, Le Cubusier. Uh This one says, I prefer drawing to talking. Drawing is faster and leaves less room for lies. <laughs> and uh, that one's pretty good. It's it's kind of funny. It makes you laugh, but uh, there's a little bit of truth in it, I think. Yeah. yeah. I, I was trying to think after I was, you know, after I first heard that, like, is there any drawings that are liars that I've seen? And you know, it's like I don't know. I can't really. I I don't think there is. You know. Yeah, it's a good question. Yeah. I don't. I don't really. I don't. I don't really have the answer to it, but I don't think there is. I haven't really seen any any drawings that are really liars, you know. Yeah, even, um, yeah, I can see what you mean. Even even guys that are really slick, you know, I think it's, I think they're, <laughs> I think they're honest, you know. I think it's hard to hide, I think yeah. they're being honest with it, you know. Do you have, um, can you use three to five words to describe your work? Yeah, uh, I would say I like combining things. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I mean, that's been a, that's been a real common thread through my work since basically since I was in art school, and that's been years. But uh, I just I like putting things together, and I like uh, I like the surprise of of how that looks and feels to me. You know, there's a there's an element of supply of surprise in combining things. So yeah, yeah. Um, that's I love that part. I was wondering where your color comes from, because talking about common threads, that seems like it's pretty straight throughout your your body of work. Yeah, I mean, uh, color to me is pretty intuitive. I don't really have a a color theory or anything that I use. I just sort of feel my way through it. Um, but uh, it's it's real important to how things look and feel, you know, I, I want something that grabs my eyes and holds it at least for a little bit, you know. Yeah. You know, I've got to, I mean, I, I use myself as like a, uh, like a gauge, like if it, if I, if it bores me, how's somebody else going to look at it, you know. So I try to make, yeah, it, I yeah. try to make my, use myself as like, you know, I'm like the gauge, like, does it have any interest at all? Has it got anything going on? If it does, then... You know, maybe it's worth spending time on. Like to to further it. Yeah. I should have mentioned this before, but like when we were talking about words, but I actually have a couple of words that, if you don't mind. Yeah, go ahead. All right. Now they rhyme, so I don't know if this is going to be corny, but <laughs> flush and lush. Uh huh. And the uh, those sometimes angular and crisp. All right. Yeah, well, I you know, 
for me, I like to put things together that don't normally belong together. So I, I think your associations are uh, pretty accurate, you know. Like I, I like to put things together that just don't normally you wouldn't try to do. But I can right, see yeah, how it like, looks and see how it feels. Well, that comes with the experimentation that you were talking about. Yeah, right? exactly. Yeah. And um, just I want to see. I want to. I want to. You know, juxtapose something that's not really even in the same. Uh, universe is the other thing. <laughs> maybe the only <laughs> maybe the only thread that holds them together is color. I mean, that could be in some of these cases, you know, in some of the collages. Yeah. I mean, maybe that's the thread that holds things, you know, together throughout is color. It seems like, um, well, sometimes there's more than that to me. It seems like, you know, like especially with the newer work, you have one panel that's very nature and one is it's a little more angular or like collage oriented, but I feel like th they both relate to each other, especially with the the nature side of things, and then the collage side is is um, like pulled from those elements, you know. Like I mean, without nature, we wouldn't have materials. Yeah, well, I I've kind of had this theme going of man and nature, and how they how they clash and combine, and how how mankind really wants to dominate nature and, and take over, you know. And so, you know, I mean, there's a lot of these, especially the newer ones, the diptychs are like, they're like standoffs. They're like, you know, the the abstract panel may take over. It may end up winning and pushing the other one out. And <laughs> the other one, the nature panel may push the abstract panel out. It may win. And so they're kind of like they're at a standstill. They're at a stalemate type thing. And they're each one is is looking for uh you know any little any little way to get up to make itself take over. <laughs> you know. <laughs> so I I kind of see them that way too, you know. Like they, you know, they, they should be more in harmony than they really are, and and maybe I want them to be in harmony, and so maybe that's part of, like when things make a crossover or they they start to blend together, I yeah. I kind of like that that uh, interaction between the two because I feel like it's, you know, maybe it's uh, you know, like a handshake or something. <laughs> oh, that's cool. <laughs> They have to. They're they're existing together. Yeah. Well, you, you know, and uh, but there's plenty of things that are existing together. I mean, you can look at uh, you can look at Jerusalem. You know, that's that's existing together. That isn't having a handshake. You know. Yeah. They put up a, a full wall in between them. So, I I uh, I really appreciate you uh, letting me be in on this. This has been real nice. It's nice to. To have some real dialogue, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, has anybody ever like lit into you or lit into your art, like really tore you a new one for something you put up? Um, well, not so much on Facebook. Uh, I did say that I did hear um, just re just today actually that um, like I just started a new batch of paintings. Yeah, and. The first three 
were considered by this artist friend of mine to have more edge than the recent ones. And I guess I can see where she's coming from. But that wasn't, I mean, that wasn't like super harsh. It was just like very honest, which I think, I think makes sense. Yeah. But I do know that one time I was in art school, um, we had, we had guest critics come in. Yeah. And they were working artists. Yeah. And, and I was taking a landscape painting class at the time, but I also had independent studio time and I was doing something very different. Uh-huh like with collage and some like sort of assemblage. And I I can't remember his name. I, I he probably scared it out of me or or just <laughs> offended offended it out of me. But he told me with the landscape I was just ma- masturbating. Oh no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> yeah. That's that's probably the the one that sticks in my head still to this wow. day. Well, I got yeah. reviewed in the newspaper. Um it was like my it was like my first show out of college. And they just, they just killed me. You know, oh, really? they just said everything was wrong with my work, and I don't think anybody went and saw it because of that. And, oh, wow. You know, it was, it was really bad. You know, I was like, wow, why does this guy hate me? <laughs> what did I do? I made these really, you know, they're just, they were pretty, they were pretty playful paintings, you know, back then. It was yeah. like, mid eighties. They were pretty colorful, pretty playful and somebody just had a bad day or just hated me for some reason and just, That's weird, yeah. Yeah, it was weird. But uh, well, say, the landscape painting talking about that, um we there was a group of us, um, my friends and I, we were just sick of all the you know, the gallery nonsense that goes on, you yeah. know, with all the politics and all that stuff, so we said we decided that our our best anti career move was going to be to go out and plain air paint. Are you there? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So we we went out. I went out like I don't know in the in the early nineties. You know, we just started going out plain air painting just because we thought it was really uncool. <laughs> it was like the most uncool thing we could do. You know? I learned a lot about painting with that. You know, that's what that's what he was referring to as my landscape paintings. And, yeah. But I learned a lot about painting from well, doing. That's what I was. That's where paintings. I was going with that. Is that yeah. you know, it's like it's like playing scales if you're a musician or something. You you're out there just practicing your chops, and it yeah. ends up helping you in a lot of ways. You know, it helps you see. It's it's just a it's a fun it's a fun kind of exercise. So we I actually still go. I still do it. Sometimes, oh, that's good. Yeah, you know, put put my painting rig in my car and just go, you know, go out and find a spot and bring lunch and make a day of it. It's a nice day. Yeah, yeah. It sounds beautiful. But you know, it's really not very avant-garde in any possible <laughs> sense of the word. You know, it has nothing to do with. Uh, I don't know. You don't see that many. Outdoor painters and Facebook, you know. Yeah, now that you mention, I, I wonder if it just happens to be the people I'm friends with, but I don't, I don't, you know, I I tend to lean towards the more modern or contemporary work. But. Yeah, and I and I do too, and I, you know, I I work in the studio, and I I like all that, and I I've been a huge fan of modern art, you know, my whole adult life, once I knew about it, you know. Yeah, yeah. When I was a kid, I didn't really know about it. You just have the paintings that are on your parents' walls, or they, you know, if you go to their <laughs> friend's house or whatever is in there, and they're usually just pretty pedestrian, you know. Yeah. Kind of just 
charming scenes, you know, kind of in the Kincaid, you know, vein. <laughs> but, you know, before Kincaid was doing it. Right, yeah. But, you yeah. know, those kind of just genre-type paintings, you know, my parents had those. <laughs> yeah, whether they were... Some of them were posters or, or yeah. Paintings. Well, my well, my mom had a couple of paintings. They were real paintings, but they were really oh, not cool. very good. You know, they were yeah, yeah. I remember looking at them as a kid. I thought they were great, and then then <laughs> after I went to school, I looked at them. You know, I was like, yeah, these aren't that good. <laughs> she got taken, <laughs> but she liked them, and you know, that's the whole thing. She bought them because she liked them, and that's the main reason you should buy something. You know. Yeah, and I wasn't going to tell her anything about how not good they were because she loved them. You know, she she bought them and loved them, so they worked. <laughs> right. They did their job. Well, I can't thank you enough. Well, me too. Same to you. Great talking I with you. Appreciate it. I appreciate the opportunity, and I'm looking forward to hearing the finished product. I'm sure it'll be. I'm sure it'll be fun to hear. Yeah. And it'll be something you don't I'll, mind hearing your own voice. You no, know, it'll be something <laughs> I'll be proud to have my my friends and my family listen to. You know. Yeah, no, that's great yeah, too to I share. Mean, that's the part I'm looking forward to. It's just you know that'll be cool. Give them a window into your world. Yeah, exactly. Maybe slightly different than they than they already know. I hope so. I, yeah. I really hope so. I mean, because it, it's probably quite a bit more in depth than I go with a lot of people. You know. I, Really talking about art, I only talk about art with my artist friends, you know? Yeah, yeah. And so there's a lot of people in my world that are not artists that, you know, just, you know, I just don't talk about that stuff with because, you know, they're not living it and dealing with it like, you know, you and I are, you know? Right. All right. Well, Hi, Paul. Thank you. all right. You have a great night and I'll look forward to uh, seeing the final or hearing the final post. It'll be fun. Yeah, thank you. All right. Thanks a lot, Phil. Take care. You too. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. This has been Oddcast. Thank you from me, your host, Philip J. Mellon. Keep the dialogue going.